the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that he created us in his own image and sacrificed his only begotten sinless son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Have your Bibles. We're going to preach a message that's special to those of you who have served our country. It's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. And there you'll find a verse that's good and proper for today. And leave your Bibles open because we'll be coming to a number of passages. If someone next to you don't have a Bible, uh, be so helpful as to share your Bible with them so that they can see what the Word of God has to say. The Word of God reads, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. I want to preach this morning the power of encouragement and appreciation. The power of encouragement and appreciation. And this is a message we all need because all of us can use some appreciation and encouragement in our lives. We live in a world where our schedules are literally filled with the demands of life pulling us from every direction. Many of us who are here today, as well as those we interact with, have lives that are filled with tension, Our lives are so crammed, we're stressed, we have anxiety, commitments after commitments, and pressure from pressing responsibilities. With that being said, there's a tremendous need for us to focus on the power of appreciation and encouragement. It is possible to be so task-oriented that we forget those around us who have unmet needs And others who are discouraged, there are those under my voice who are depressed and lonely, and they really oftentimes feel unappreciated. This particular message is designed to sensitize us to the power of appreciation and encouragement with those we associate with, especially those of you who are currently serving our nation in the military and retired veterans as well. We thank God for you and appreciate you so very, very much. 
First Thessalonians chapter one, verse two says, we give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayers. We keep military personnel on our prayer list uh, constantly. Author Stan Toller writes, and I quote, she came up to me with a tear in her eye just after the close of the meeting. It wasn't a worship service or a Bible study, but a lay ministry appreciation event at the church I was serving to close out the year. I had given each volunteer a certificate bearing his or her name and the words, thanks for your faithful service. You are loved and appreciated, unquote. It was just a piece of paper, but it had tremendous value to this middle-aged woman and longtime volunteer. This is precious to me, she said. It means so much that someone noticed. It means so much that someone noticed. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Encouragement is, is not an option. We are mandated from the word of God to encourage each other. How can we express gratitude and appreciation to those around us? How can we express gratitude and appreciation for those around us? You need to write these down because it'll help your families be better. It'll help you who are serving in a military to have um, to be able to cope better. It'll help in the workplace and in the church and everywhere else. How can we express gratitude and appreciation to those around us? Number one, never doubt the power of showing appreciation in the lives of others. Never doubt the power of showing appreciation in the lives of others. Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse two says, I have the highest confidence in you and I take great pride in you and you have greatly encouraged me and made me happy despite all my troubles. Your encouragement to me in times of trials, tribulation, and trouble have filled my heart with joy, have made me happy. Your words of affirmation have tremendous power to lift the spirit. Your words of encouragement have the power to, to help people to keep on keeping on through times of trouble. Your words may be the only appreciation they may receive. That's why you ought to do it. Did you hear what I just said? Your words of encouragement and appreciation may be the, the only words of, of encouragement and appreciation they may receive. Appreciation is simple to give and brings lasting value. It's simple to give and it brings lasting value. How can we express gratitude and appreciation to those around us? Number two, you express gratitude and appreciation by praising others often. It's not just about you. It's about praising others often. Do not wait for a formal opportunity to say thank you. 
Don't wait for a formal opportunity to say thank you. First Thessalonians chapter one, verses two and three says, we give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, your patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and father. You see, beloved, the minute you notice someone doing something right, tell them about it. The moment you know someone uh, doing something right and good, tell them about it. For example, I'm so glad you thought of that idea. Here's another example of, 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 of appreciation. Thank you for being here so early. What about this one? I really appreciate what you're doing for our teenagers. Here's another example. You, you are such a team player. Another one. Your attitude really transforms our work environment. Here's another illustration. You are full of so much potential. I just can't wait to see what God does through you. My friend, instant affirmation is the best. Even a dog loves to be petted. How can we express gratitude and appreciation to those we we love and those around us? Thirdly, praising publicly expresses gratitude and appreciation, just like we did in this service. Praising publicly expresses gratitude and appreciation. In the, in the gospel of Luke chapter seven, verses two and three, six through seven and verse nine, Luke chapter seven, verses two through three, six through seven and verse nine, it says, beginning with verse two, and a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. This man was, this servant was as good as dead. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent elders to the Jews to him pleading with him to come and heal his servant. Then Jesus went with them. And when he was already not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself for I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, Lord. Therefore, I did not think even think myself worthy to come to you. But look at this, but say the word, speak the word and my servant will be healed. Verse nine, when Jesus heard these words, he marveled at him. Now look at the public praise and turned around and said to the crowd. This is public affirmation, public encouragement, public appreciation. He, Jesus himself says to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. My friend, thank someone in front of others. It's one thing to thank them in private, but thank someone in public, uh, in a group. And, and you will be a blessing to others who are listening. Jesus commended the centurion publicly. When you publicly value and appreciate people before others, you know what it does? It motivates the listeners. 
It validates them and inspires both the recipients and the listeners. It inspires both the recipients and the listeners. Number four, encouragement and appreciation in writing is another way to express gratitude. Appreciating and affirming others in writing is another way to express gratitude. Even in this electronic age, people still value a type letter or a handwritten note of thanks delivered to them. It is so much more personal than a text. In fact, people may value it more highly because of the time and effort it requires. Keep a box of thank you notes nearby and send them out regularly. Philemon says in 19a of the book of Philemon, I, Paul, am writing with my own hand. Isn't that powerful? Powerful, powerful. Number five, you show appreciation to your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, relatives, friends, and coworkers by giving them your undivided attention when they are speaking to you, which means you value what they are saying. You show value and appreciation to the one who's speaking when you listen attentively and closely to what they're saying. James chapter one, verse 19, a says, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear and slow to speak. Most folk are quick to speak and slow to hear. Mark chapter four, verse 24 also says, then he added, pay attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more understanding if you just listen. Listen. Listening can be so difficult because we love to hear ourselves talk. Talk, 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 talk. The kingdom is not about talk. With all the advertisement, entertainment, technology, with all the busyness, you have to will yourself to stop, look the person who is speaking to you in the eyes, and attentively listen to them share their hearts without cutting them off, without paying attention to your cell phone, or giving the one speaking a quick answer before you've heard them out. Proverbs 18, 13 says, he who answers before listening, that is his folly and his shame. You you see, you, you think you know where they're going and you already given them answers before they can even share what they're saying. No, listen. Now, now the one who's talking, don't talk for eternity. Okay, that's the other side. It would say, I had to cut them off because they wouldn't catch their breath. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so look them in the eye. Be quiet. Don't be engaging in your cell phone. Don't be walking away. Uh, 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 listen from the heart. 
He who answers before listening, that is his folly or her folly and his shame. Let me transition. What makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? You need to ask God. You, one of the greatest prayers you can pray is, Lord, help me to affirm people more. Help me to appreciate people more. Even that difficult person who gets on my last nerve, help me to find one speck of quality that I can focus in on and not all the stuff that's terrible. That takes prayer to do that. You know that, don't you? (laughs) What makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? Number one, appreciation and encouragement are so valuable because the word of God tells us to encourage one another. That's why we do it. The word says do it. The word of God says appreciate and encourage one another. Now, when it's all about you, you won't do that. Romans chapter 15, verse 32 says, then by the will of God, it is the will of God. I will be able to come to you with a joyful heart and we will look and underline this and we will be an encouragement to each other. I'm encouraging you. You encouraging me. We're encouraging each other. We're not backbiting. We're not gossiping. We're not tearing down. We're not throwing rocks and hiding our hands. You talking about a fellowship. You talking about drawing people to Maranatha. Just so they say, you know what? I like what's going on here. They make me feel good when I don't feel good. We are to encourage one another because Jesus had a ministry of encouragement. And Paul also urged the churches he gave leadership to, to encourage one another as well. Now listen closely. An absence of encouragement brings resentment. When there is no encouragement, there's apathy. When there's no encouragement, there's bitterness. When there is no encouragement, there's a feeling of being taken for granted. When there's no encouragement, there is an unwillingness to continue. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Edify, build up one another. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. People are already on the edge. They're already stressed. They need a word of ministry from you and me. Number two, what makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? When people feel appreciated, they are more productive in their areas of responsibilities. When people feel appreciated, they are more productive in their areas of responsibilities. Philemon uh, verse 21 says, having confidence in your obedience, I write to you knowing that you will do even more than I say. When people are encouraged, they not only they not, they not only do what you say do, but they even do more than what is required because they know you your words bless them so much. Your words bless them so much. Appreciation motivates people to do more than what They are required, which leads to a deeper commitment, more fruitfulness within the family, workplace and church. Number three, appreciation and encouragement are therapeutic in that they heal and refresh others 
as well as the one who gives them. Words of encouragement refreshes others. Proverbs 12.25 says, anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. Some, some four words bring uh, stress and, and anxiety, but a good word makes it glad. A good word. People need a good word. That's enough bad news. People need a good word. That's somebody who's suicidal. That's somebody in a setback. That's somebody who's angry. That's somebody who's been demeaned. That's somebody who's been bullied. That's somebody who's been abused. And they need a good word. Husbands, your wife need a good word. She get her hair done, say it's beautiful. She buy a new happy, say it's beautiful. It's a new dress, say it's beautiful. New nails, the nails look beautiful, just got done. Why does the husband need to be, to, be, to be encouraged? That's right. You know, you, you, you drive well. But you can say, I appreciate how you take out the trash. I appreciate how you go to the store. I appreciate how you do this or that. I appreciate how you clean up behind yourself. You know, some men, the women got to pick up underwear. That's sad. If if your husband pick up behind himself, say, I thank God that I don't have to pick up behind you. I mean, listen, if you look thick in the spirit, God will give you some nice things to say about your hubby. They keep that keep mess from brewing. What, why don't y'all say amen? amen? Y'all laugh because you know I'm telling the truth. A good word makes it glad. It is so critical that our words minister to those we speak to because so many are on the edge and depression. They're suicidal. They're stressed. They're worried. They're facing major life decisions. The Lord will bless you for speaking words of hope and healing, especially to soldiers and military personnel who are injured or disabled while serving to protect our country. This message is to give you a good word to families who love uh, whose loved one have have paid the ultimate price. We're here to encourage you. We also must appreciate it and value young children. If they do something on program well, uh, they're, they're on the cameras. You ought to, don't just walk by them. Say, you know what? I appreciate the fact that you're serving on that camera. You could not even be in church. I appreciate stage hand. The kids all on the stage hand. They're playing in the ensemble. They're all over the place. Don't just walk by the church. Thank God that we have youth who serve. Let's give our youth a big hand clap of praise. Come on, let's give it to them. Come on, let's give it to them. The middle-aged need encouragement. The elderly need encouragement. Uh, Number four, a judgmental spirit will keep you from encouraging and appreciating others. A judgmental spirit will keep you from encouraging and appreciating others. Matthew chapter seven, verses one through three says, judge not that 
that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider that, you know, I mean, the big old plank in your own eye. Now, listen closely. Every one of us, we all have weaknesses, shortcomings. There's not a person under my voice. We all have failures, which is part of life's experience. Therefore, instead of judging others, because you don't know all the facts, that's why you shouldn't be judging. We should help them overcome their challenges through the ministry of encouragement and let them know that they are not alone. Also, you must surrender your failures to Jesus and ask him to teach you invaluable lessons that will bless you the rest of your life when you go through failures. We've all failed at something. What is greater than your failure is how you choose to respond to it. And more importantly, we should use it as an opportunity to glorify Christ. Job chapter two, verse 10 B says, shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. There's much to learn when a team fell in sports or don't win. Oh, uh, you don't get the job or you don't pass the test or someone rejected you or you didn't qualify for this or that. God wants to teach you something. If your attitude's right, he'll bless you so much until he give you even more the next time because your attitude was right in the midst of the failure. You didn't walk around with your lip poked out being mean and ugly and angry because things didn't go your way even though you tried. Uh, Number five, we cannot show appreciation and encouragement to others if we are exhausted and our lives are running on fumes. Now, if you're exhausted, you're tired, you're at wit's end, you're out of breath, your energy's gone, you can be just as irritated, you're snappy, you hurt people, you're agitated. Therefore, we need to slow down, rejuvenate, and rest, which will help us to minister more effectively to others. Exodus chapter 20 verses 9 through 10 says, you have, look, you have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes your sons and your daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock. Let your livestock rest. The foreigners amidst you rest and uh, let them all rest. Rest. That's why, that's why I like Chick-fil-A. That's right. You know, while everybody else working, they're resting. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy, yet even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. 
and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.